This is the Mercy back end, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome and thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Renee Charbonneau and today I'm subbing in for Nate. I'm an online marketing strategist and I'm so happy to be here on The Messy Back End. We have a wonderful show for you today because as Jay Bear once said, we need to activate your fans. Don't just collect them like baseball cards. And on our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Bryson Taggart. Bryson is a third generation realtor from the Phoenix, Arizona area. Bryson is best known for his love of people and ability to connect with others. Wait to hear what he has to say about social media. Bryson is in the top 500 agents in the valley where he lives, as well as the top 40 under 40. He currently helps run a group of agents called the Steadfast Group at Realty One. Bryson has found success connecting with others like any other millennial would through social media. His business model is unique, and he's never been a fan of doing things the conventional way. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy back ends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you're listening right now, you are not alone. So please submit your question or story at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our experts' advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert, Bryson Taggart, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today we have a messy backend question from an anonymous uh, listener that says, how do I know what my clients want from me on social media? I really like this question because I based my entire social media presence on that question because I see so many realtors or, you know, I'm going to say not just realtors, but, you know, people who have a window cleaning business or people who have pest control or this and that, you know, they only post things about their business. 
You know, it's just like a realtor saying like another house for sale, this house closed, showing a house today, doing this, you know, that's really nice, but most people don't care. What people want from you on social media is they want to feel a part of your life. They want to feel like they know what you're doing, what's happening and who you are. You know, um, so I actually have a uh, social media content creator who follows me around. He follows me and my wife around and takes pictures of us at Target, Home Depot, showing houses. Uh, we went on a date night the other night and made jewelry, made some rings. And he went there and photographed and took videos of us. And it seems a little awkward sometimes, um, you know, that someone's just watching us and someone's taking pictures. But this is what people, I feel like, want to see. They want to see what you do they like seeing me and my wife together. You know, they like seeing that I'm a normal person. I can be loving. You know, my wife's way better than I am. People like her more. You know? <laughs> so it helps my business to have her be a part of it. Really, I think what your clients want from you on social media, but they want to know who you are and why your person is going to be the person they want to have that experience with. Absolutely. You know, when I first started, branding was all about branding your business. And now the world it has become so, so big that people don't want to hire a business. They want to hire a real person. And so personal branding has become extremely important. So for me, I would have to have somebody follow me around and take pictures because I forget. Like I'll come home for after doing something cool. And I'm like, crap, I didn't do anything for social media. Of course, yeah. I don't like social media in the first place, but you do have to show that you actually are a real person because if they like you, number one, if they like you, then you're going to have a better relationship with them as a client. You don't want people who don't like you to be your clients either. You know, right. you want to find people that like you and that you like them as well. Absolutely. Most of my clients are around my age. You know, I'm 30. So most of my clients are, you know, between 25 and 35, buying their first home or selling their first home and buying their second. That's about 90% of my business. And it's because they feel connected with me because they know who I am. So I have a question. I, I have a client who's doing really well in her business and, and things are kind of moving along and she's growing and she knows that she needs to have a more more thoughtful approach to her social media. But one thing that she's really struggling with is trying to figure out kind of that, that balance. She, she doesn't have a problem, like we talked about before, kind of communicating about her business, but she's struggling with knowing how much of her personal life and what in her personal life to include in her social media. She feels, you know, she's really protective of her family. And, and so she's had a hard time, you know, being willing to really open it up and, and show pictures of her kids in kind of that business context. So do you yeah. have any, any maybe tips for her on how to integrate that in a way that still feels good and authentic to her without feeling like she's, she's jeopardizing um, the safety or privacy of her family? So I have a little advantage there. Me and my wife don't have kids yet, so we don't have to worry about that aspect yet. You know, we just have two cute dogs that everyone likes seeing pictures of, you know, Right. Um, but this is kind of what I would say to answer your question is I pick five topics or five things about me that I like people knowing about. I'm a huge Diamondbacks fan in baseball. I love going to the gym. I love my dogs. I'm obviously a realtor and I love my church. I focus on a lot of those five aspects mm. and my content generally is pointed towards one of those. You know, it kind of helps because uh, if someone's looking for a realtor, you know, they don't have any allegiance to a realtor and they see that I go to the gym, he goes to the gym, that's a connection, you know? So it's something that it can help you if you specifically think in your head and write out, these are the things I'm going to plan out. Lately, I've been on this real huge kick. Um, 
uh, of a book about uh, vulnerability and learning how to be vulnerable, but not dumping all these things on people. I don't complain about clients. I don't complain about anything online. People don't want to read that. You know, but one thing that has really helped um, and not just in business, because it sounds like I'm using a situation in business, but it's helped me connect with people, which inevitably helps with business. As you know, me and my wife recently shared about how, you know, we've been trying to have a child for a while, but haven't yet. And people really responded to that and really resonated. And like, I felt like a normal person to them. I wasn't some high up, you know, top producing realtor that they can't be friends with. I was just a normal person that they could relate to that I have problems to. Learning how to be vulnerable in a way that doesn't let you not have any privacy, but lets people into know what you're thinking, what you're going through and what your life's about. You know, that's so important because for the first two years of my business, I didn't have myself in my business and it just wasn't going the way I wanted it to. It wasn't until I actually put myself in my business that I was able to really make a lot of progress. The very first time I did a webinar and I cried on that webinar, I was so embarrassed. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm crying on a freaking business webinar, right? (laughs) But the response to that, because that was me. I mean, anybody who knows me knows I cry at the drop of a hat. It's just, it's part of who I am. It's how I show my feelings. My kids just, they just, they always look at me when they know I'm going to be crying and they just roll their eyes, but they know that that's who I am. And so, uh, you know, even speaking on stage, the first time I did it on stage, I I was worried that how the the audience would take it. But because I was being real, they took it well. I think it's being authentic and being vulnerable, but you're right, protecting your privacy. I don't talk about my children. I have five children and uh, I've used their initials when I'm talking about them. I don't tag them in anything because they're all older now. They all have their own social media accounts. So I try and keep them separate and I don't talk about the private things about them, you know, certainly. But I think setting those boundaries with what you're going to share and what you're not going to share is, is really key. But I like that a lot. I like that you got somebody following you around. I'm still hooked on that part. Like I got somebody who <laughs> follows me around, takes pictures for social media. I'm yeah. actually going to tell all my clients to do that. I really and like you know, the best part is it creates so much um, buzz. I, I maybe is the word because people are like, who is following you? <laughs> who is that taking pictures of you? You know, do you think you're some kind of celebrity that gets people talking and you just want to be in, in business, you want to be in people's minds. And so, you know, the no publicity is bad publicity. It worked really well. I love it. I love it. I think um, social media, you know, how you said, like putting too much out there. So we don't want you to vomit your life all over us. Right. We do want to hear about some bad things because we, we are real and we have pretty things that happen. Like I'm having issues with production on my podcast right now. I'm okay sharing that because you know what? Every podcaster is going to have the same problem. Right. Um, but I would never share my own personal individual struggles. And um, so you just have, to, there's a fine line between doing that, but making sure that you're real and authentic, Bryce. And I think just brilliant. And I really wish more realtors would do this. I really do. Realtors especially need to listen to this because they just don't know how to market. Uh, they think they have to market real estate and people just, they only want to hear about it once every 10 years. Yeah. You know, that's the cycle of a home buyer and a home seller is about every 10 years. And in between that 10 years, the worst thing you can do is lose contact with the people that you've done service for, because in those 10 years, they may not be buying from you, but every one of their neighbors is going to be buying from you. Absolutely. You know, like something I really pride myself on is I always hear people say like, I don't remember the realtor I bought my house from. And I'm like, Hey, you will never forget my name. 
Totally. Cause I was standing in line at Costco, um, about two years ago. And this lady who was checking out asked the, the cashier, I'm getting ready to buy a house in town. Do you know who your realtor is? And she's sitting mm. there going, I don't know who my realtor was. I don't know who my, at the time I didn't have my license. And so I was like, shoot, man, that's a good opportunity. But the right. fact is, is that first thing people do is they ask around. Yeah. They will ask. And so make keeping that connection in between is invaluable. I wish more realtors and, you know, a lot of us like my websites, right? I, what my cycle of websites very five to 10 years. I want to stay in contact with those people to make sure that they are referring me and that I can service things in between that they might need to. So um, right. thank you so much, Bryson. Brilliant Thanks. advice. I love it. I think we should all go out and find somebody to follow us around, take pictures. I'm going to hire my kids to do that. Actually, <laughs> You could hire a teenager for like $10 totally. an hour to yep. follow you around and they use filters. <laughs> right. They know what they're doing. I mean, it's turned out really well. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them. Work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash message. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of The The The, the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.